Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the second part of chapter one in the prophet Zephaniah, or Zephaniah. Um, we will start from verse 10 of chapter one, go till the end. Um, and this is Saul Weiner, the host of the podcast. In the first section, in 1a, we learned how God gathers the entire world to judge. And then we zeroed in on the human beings and then zeroed in on the people that the prophet was addressing, the people of Judah. And then God continued to zero in on saying, I am going to there punish the evil and wicked people of Judah. Today, we're going to continue. It's talking. It's more uh, fire and brimstone, so to speak. More discussion of the destruction that is to come. Um, and we have a similar pattern of, of zeroing in, starting out talking you know, around the city, the different neighborhoods, and zeroing little by little till we get to the, the people themselves, the guilty ones themselves. Uh, so we can start from verse 10. And it will be on that day, says God, there will be a sound of crying from the fish gate. This was one of the gates of the city of Jerusalem. And there will be wailing coming from the Mishneh. Now there's various understandings of what the Mishneh is. This could be the home. Some commentaries say it's the home of the um, uh, the second to the king or the uh, apprentice or the assistants to the king. The, his Mishneh, his second in, char- in charge. It could also be Mishneh, the place of learning, uh, as how the Radak explains it. But we start from the gates of the city, then we move to some of the major buildings of the city. V'shever gadol mehagvos, and there will be a sound of great um, brokenness coming from the hills that surround the city. Helilu The the people that dwell in the valleys near the city will be crying out the low places. Why? Because because all of the the Canaan some, sometimes refers to the land of Canaan, the land of Canaan. Here Canaan much more likely means the uh, a tradesperson, a person that uh, a merchant. So all of the all of the merchants of the nation have all ended. They've all been silenced. They've all. Um, been punished. Clearly, uh, Tsefania, the Navi here, is is referring to the punishment of the people who were corrupt in business. Nichrisu called Natile Kasef. All the people that traded in money, that traded in silver, they are all been cut off. Because, again, he's zeroing in on those that had the corruption, that, that were guilty of corruption. And God continues to zero in even closer. I am going to search out Jerusalem with candles. I'm going to look in every nook and cranny until I find the ones that are guilty. And I will punish the men, the people. Uh, this is an interesting phrase. Generally, kafu, kufe aleph, means something that's still, something that's that's settled, something that doesn't, that's not moving around. Al-Shimrayim, Shimarim refers to the, um, 
little uh, bits and particles and stuff that gathers at the bottom of a glass or a barrel of wine. And as you know, as you, when you shake up the fluid, it all gets mixed in. But when you let it sit still, it all settles down to the bottom. The people who are at peace, sitting in their home, thinking they're going to be fine, everything's going to be okay, I can go about my corrupt business, I can go about, you know, being, uh, uh, oppressing others, stealing from others, and so on, and I can, but everything's going to be fine. Those are the people that are kofim al shimraham, they're sitting at peace, sitting as if nothing's going on, at peace like a cup of wine that no one's touching, no one's drinking, it's just sitting there and everything is settling down, those people who say in their hearts, they say to themselves, God will don't, doesn't do anything. He doesn't meddle. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do any good. He doesn't do any bad. God's not something I need to worry about. I'm going to search those people out, and I'm going to find them. And what's going to happen is, she saw this, is verse 13, their wealth, their their chayil, their wealth, all of their accumulated possessions will become limshisa, will be plundered by the enemy. Uvatem lishmaman, their homes will be destroyed. Uvanuvatim v'lo they will try to build homes and they will never have a chance to live in them. they will plant vineyards and they will never have a chance to drink of the wine that their vineyards produce. Karov yom hagadol, this day is coming. It's coming close, Karova Mahermiod, it's coming very quickly. Kol Yom Adonai, it is the sound of the day of God. Mar Tzoreach Sham Gibor. How bitter, how bitter is the, um, is the screaming that the powerful men, the people, the, presumably the, the, the soldiers that tried to defend the city when they're attacked, how much is, are they going to scream when they get overrun? Yom Evraha Yomahu, that day is going to be a day of anger. Yom Tzara Umetsuka, it's going to be a day of suffering and a day of uh, of um, of getting getting crushed, getting squeezed. Yom Shoah Umeshua, it is a day of of uh, Shoah in modern Hebrew language has uses the word of a Holocaust, just terrible horror. Umeshua, and a day that's full of horror. Yom Choshech Vafela, a day of darkness and, and, and gloom. Yom Onan Varafel, a day of clouds and a day of dense fog. Yom Shofar Utrua, a day of blowing of horns. These are the horns, of the, the shofar that, that's blowing, that the enemy blows when they're coming to attack. Al Heorim Habitsuros, as they're attacking the cities that are fortified, Val Hapinos Hagwahos, and the tall corner towers. If you imagine a, a medieval wall, a walled city with large towers in the corners, those are pinos hagvos, the large corner towers. Rosi laadam, and I'm going to make people suffer. and they are going to wander around aimlessly like blind people. You can't find, they can't see. They're just going to be wandering around aimlessly in the confusion of the suffering. Why? Because they sinned to God. afar, and their blood will be spilled like dirt and their flesh will just lie in the streets like piles of, of dung. This last verse here of this chapter is verse 18 that I'm about to read is one of the ones that did, uh, did make it to the big league, so to speak. It became quite popular um, for and, and uh, to be used in 
various fire and brimstone style sermons. Gam kaspom, gam zuhavom, lo yuchalalahatsilom, biyom evrat Adonai. Not their silver and not their gold will not be able to save them when the day of God's anger comes. No money is going to pay your way out of it. It's uveish kinaso, and in the, in the fire of, of God's wrath, there's no way to be saved. It will eat the entire land. Because it will make complete destruction. It will make a, uh, a, um, a consuming nivola, uh, consuming uh, destruction to all of the people, all of the residents of the land. I know this wasn't a very pleasant chapter to read, but um, Zephania is again pointing out, number one, how terrible the destruction is going to be, but he also pointed out and that, that there's a reason for it. The reason was the corruption. And that God is going to also, within this vast destruction, you also have the image of God searching with candles to find the, the people who really deserve the punishment. So you get kind of a mixed picture over here. A picture of mass destruction, but something that's also targeted towards the ones who deserve the punishment. Thank you so much for studying chapter 1 of Tsefania. Looking forward to studying chapter 2 and the rest of this book together.